age you are, you remember when penicillin was a pink, nasty liquid. We took it often, my sister and I, and my sister taught me a trick. If I just hold it and kind of suck my cheeks in, then I could keep it without swallowing it and make it to the toilet and spit it out. The bad news is that I never got as well as I could have if I had just been taking the medicine. This is your girl, Tasha. I'm back. Welcome to One Foot Forward. Let's get started. What's up, y'all? Glad to be back on the mic. It has been a long two weeks of um, physical and mental healing. And so as much as I've had ideas to get back on here, I didn't just want to throw anything out there. Um, Also hoping that the rain slows down here. Here in Alabama, it has been raining like every day for the last few weeks, except for two or three good days in between. So just glad to be back. I wanted to chat with you today about preferences. And so the intro sounds really funny. My mom found out much later that we were spitting the medicine down the toilet and she wasn't all that enthused, but I never thought of how it was affecting me to get rid of something that was supposed to heal me. Every day, an adult tells me what they don't like. They don't like avocados because of the texture. Um, They don't like something else because of the smell. They can't drink that because it makes them gag. We basically sound like a bunch of toddlers throwing food off the high chairs because we don't want it. The truth of the matter is we don't even try it. We have it so programmed in our mind that how we feel about something should totally affect how it makes us feel. Meaning that just because we don't agree with the agents that can help us heal doesn't mean they can't really heal us if we get over ourselves. And so that sounds a little um, harsh, but think about you, especially those of you who have children. You tell the kids to eat their spinach to be strong like Popeye, or, or do people still say that? I know that's like 40 years old, but Or you tell the kids they have to eat their broccoli. We bribe them to eat their Brussels sprouts. And yet we won't touch them because we, our 30, 40, 50, 60 year old self, feel like we're grown enough to decide that I don't have to eat it. But what if it's good for you? I don't like any fruits. I don't like any vegetables. And I can't get my kids to eat fruit and vegetables. Dot, dot, dot dot question mark our children oftentimes follow our examples whether we want them to or not and sometimes we just need to lay the law down well that's how it was in my mom's house she said um what she meant and that was it but as much as we let our kids off the hook and maybe we shouldn't we let ourselves hop off the hook i can remember many nights starving sitting at the table because I was too stubborn to eat black eyed peas because they were looking at me she made me sit there some days I just went to bed hungry not necessarily sure that that's the best method but 
it was my mom's way of trying to encourage me to eat everything. And I do understand we all have different personalities and there are just certain things that we like. Like I like chocolate. I like it a lot. And I've never had a problem with my children eating chocolate. But there are some other things that I've had to try to um, expand my palate. So every time something came across my plate, I wouldn't say, "Ugh, I don't like that. Or what is that? Or the texture is nasty or it looks funny. I was in my 30s before I had arugula and avocado and squash just because growing up in my neighborhood, there were no whole foods and fresh markets and that kind of stuff. And produce was scarce in our neighborhood store. It was limited. And so there were things I never tried because I didn't know that they were out there. And there is some fear because you don't know. Um, if you're going to like it as if liking it is the biggest thing in the world. But some of those things have been really healing to my body and, um, like oatmeal. I didn't eat oatmeal until I was about 33, 34 because the texture was nasty. My grandma, Lord rest her soul, used to make us, make us eat that nasty stuff and farina. And I just wasn't having it. I had bad, um, emotions about it and maybe my mom made us try to eat it too and maybe my sister ate it because she ate everything but give me some cookie crisps and that was it and so on days when I was with grandma I just starved because I was not eating that nasty stuff and I had to find a way to explore it as a grown-up and it's a good thing I did because when I got sick in 2010 it was the only thing I could eat for two months what I'm saying is that maybe you have to check your preferences. Um, I know people who won't eat at ethnic restaurants because they only like American food. They don't know they don't like it. They're just terrified of it. So when you go to the grocery store this week, pick out something that maybe you've avoided or maybe that you just aren't aware of. With things like YouTube and Pinterest and Google, you can figure out how to cook anything. It's mostly about being creative, but most of us don't have the time to be creative because we don't even have the time to cook at home. So this is your opportunity to find new things and find new things that may be healing to you and create a relationship with food that just isn't about your feelings and showing your children different options. Because stepping forward has to include trying new things. I'm about to go put something else in my smoothie before I go to work that I didn't have until I was in my 30s. And that is mango. And I love mango. I cannot tell you what my life is like. Now that it's beyond apples, oranges, bananas, and tomatoes. Let me know what you try this week. Have a fantastic weekend, and I'll talk to you soon. Peace.